Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber, and joining me is my wonderful, fabulous co-host, Dwaylon Davis. Say hello, Dwaylon. Hey, guys. You know I'm going to come up with a different adjective every time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, to kind of keep with the theme of uh, SummerSlam, we're going to be reviewing slash predicting uh, this year's SummerSlam that's going to be happening this Saturday. Thank God we looked at the schedule the other day. <laughs> yeah, because I was still thinking Sunday, and until you told me it was going to be Saturday, I was like, oh, okay. Yep, and I did find out why they did it, and it wasn't, I don't even remember the reason why I thought, but it doesn't matter anyway, um, because it wasn't what was going on. The stadium themselves, Allegiant Stadium, actually requested it be on Saturday. Oh, they must already have something booked for Sunday. Right. That that's what I'm thinking. Um, you know, so are you there? They just wanted to do one. I don't know. That's their call. So yeah, you know, they're saying so they can make that call if they want. <laughs> right. I mean, what are they, what are we gonna do? Say no. Right. Uh, they'll say okay, whatever. You won't have it here. You know, we got the Raiders. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I cannot think of any wrestling news that has happened in the past three days can you no i can't either nothing new has come up just i mean mainly more continuation than of stuff that's already been going on but yeah that's, i mean I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing yeah i'm very curious to see if cm punk debuts for aw tomorrow night at oh, that, that, that's right that has been the rumor hasn't it Yep, because they're uh, they're in, they're in Chicago tomorrow. And if somebody says, "Yeah," and by the way, we just noticed that Living Color all of a sudden set up a uh, hotel in Chicago, and they said they're doing just a one-time gig, play one song, and be like, "Hmm." Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> uh, I found out that CM Punk is uh, would be able to use Cult of Personality for his theme because WWE's, you know when they licensed to use it during his run, that license was up after he, you know, after he left after, or yeah, after he left and his, you know, the whole contract thing. So, and you know, Tony Khan likes to license like actual music for people that they want. So yes. Yeah. Cause he's got that Tony Khan money. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have Tim Tebow anymore, but, but yeah. he still got the money. Yeah, I don't think he's going to miss Tebow very much. Though. I, I didn't see any of the, the plays, but apparently they were not that good. I saw one I saw one clip of him attempting to block, and it was terrible. Real, that bad, huh? But he fell down more than he... Oh. Yeah, he well, basically just kind of fell down in front of the guy he was supposed to be blocking. Hmm. So what happened to his baseball career? I don't really know. I know he's just, uh, it just all one day. It's like they said he was uh, coming to football and it's like, okay, I don't know what happened to his baseball career. Yeah. I mean, um, and he is a legit athlete. I mean, we can't say yeah. he's not, I mean, yeah. so uh, he took the Broncos back to the playoffs and actually won a playoff game with them. Yeah. Um, he has a very unorthodox throwing style and he was probably going to, you know, wreck his shoulder at some point but oh yeah yeah that that kind of it's not totally overarm but it's not totally sidearm it's somewhere in the middle and yeah but it, it just it looked painful just it, to watch it, him grow it, it always yeah. looked like he was going to pop his shoulder out 
every time he threw. Yeah, and uh, but oh well, uh, poor Tim. Yeah, hopefully, but he'll he'll do something. I mean, yeah, everybody. Sure. I mean, everybody loves the guy. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, but he'll he'll figure out something new, whether it's in sports or whether it's missionary work. So, yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's that's what he does. So uh, he doesn't yeah. seem to be sweating it too much. No. Uh, but before we start, let me go ahead and give our contact and listen info for people who've never heard it. If you would like to contact us in any way by email, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to find us on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. We're on Instagram at armchairbooking. We're on Twitter at bookingarmchair. And we have a YouTube channel, which one of these days, Dwaylon will actually record these once we feel confident enough to actually upload the video of this not just the audio <laughs> yeah. um because i mean we will warn y'all whether or not we're not pretty so <laughs> you know we don't look like we did in high school not that we were pretty back then but we were probably prettier yeah <laughs> but, um, yeah but if you can always find the podcast itself um we we're hosted of course by block talk radio and you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Our Heart Radio. You can find us on Amazon Music and Google Play. And if you want to find us anywhere else, uh, honestly, all you have to do is just do a search for us. I've actually figured out that, yeah, we're it's being like third-party hosted on other things. Oh, really? Yeah, via, yeah, I just look it up, and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't know what the platform is, but it looks like they're hosting us, so... Hey. Okay, as long as you know we're getting the credit and we're getting the advertiser credit, because that's where you yeah. know the like the five cents an episode or whatever it breaks down to. Yeah, that's hey, I'm all for it. Uh, but certainly, you know, let us know how we're doing, especially on Apple Podcasts. Go in there, give us give us a view, preferably five stars, and just let us know how we're doing. Give us give us show ideas. Just reach out and say hi. We'd always love to hear from everybody. And right. I think I got everything. Did I miss anything, Dwayne? No, you got it all. All right, cool. Uh, I'm always so proud of myself when I do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for this Saturday's SummerSlam, um, like I was telling you before we started recording, SummerSlam has tended to be the weakest card out of the big four every year in a way survivor series sometimes is, is kind of whack as well but uh, but it's uh, i'm looking at even like this card and like you were saying they're trying to stack it up because i know events like to say it, it is the wrestlemania of the summer yeah but just like when we were looking at uh, you know reviewing SummerSlam 93 a few days ago that one was weak uh the year before was um decent it had you know, of course, one of the greatest matches of all time with Bulldog and Bret Hart for the IC yeah. title. Um, but part of that was the buildup and because they were in Wembley and it was just, you know, that made it better, you know, even though we've already established that the Bulldog was on crack. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, and if you look at like some of the other summer slams, like um, 94, I was looking at this one today, 94, um, Yoko was the champion. Brett was going to no, not even no. Brett was the champion. Brett, that's when Brett and Owen had their cage match. Yes, yes. You know, so that one wasn't too bad either. Uh, but then the next year, '95, that was when Diesel was champion. Yeah, and 
Vince had the great idea to put Mabel as the top heel and Mabel about broke Diesel's back. Yeah. Um, I was watching uh, SummerSlam 2001 earlier and it's like every other match was good, but there'd be like, like the opening match was good. Next match was filler. It was like every other match was a filler match. And it's like, just cut those matches out. Just give us the good matches. Right. Be done. Well, it's like this, this SummerSlam. There's four matches on this card that are that's an episode of Raw, you know, episode of Raw, but it's not really exactly like six of the matches are look like they're going to be good and it's they're pay per view type matches, but then you've got four that are just like it's like they didn't have anything big left, so they just tack these on at the end, is how I kind of felt like. And some of these, part of the reason why we're saying they are like Raw or SmackDown matches is because we've seen them on Raw and SmackDown more than once in a lot of cases. Yeah, you've got Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal, which their whole feuds, instead of of going back and playing off of their time together in 3MB and then both of them becoming WWE champion later, that would have been a good story telling that way. Right. This, this just started because gender felt like Drew uh, cost him an opportunity to challenge for the title. And then they get into this whole thing where uh, gender and his guys are trying to steal McIntyre's sword. And McIntyre tears up gender's motorcycle. They go through all this. Gender beats up both of the guys, Veer and Shanky, that are with gender and then they decide like two weeks out from SummerSlam that oh we need to book these guys in a match on the pay-per-view yeah it's like why you could have killed you could have finished this feud on Raw and moved on to something else and and this is also not exactly doing Veer and Shanky any uh, favors either no that's not it's not building them up as any kind of threat when Drew is beating them every single week Right. You know, if you're going to have them get beat every week, bring back the Bollywood boys. No, they fired yeah. them. Yeah. They were fun to watch, to be honest with you. They were. They really were. <laughs> and uh, hold on just a second. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't, I don't, uh, don't know if you could hear the, the dog start barking, but. Oh, no, I didn't hear him. Okay. Yeah. If, if when she's, if she'll come over here and basically demand you start petting her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you don't, you know, she'll start barking. And more, more specifically, she wants to you to pet her on her back, like near her rear end. Uh-huh. That's like the favorite spot that she loves that. She'll get up like under our bed and she'll scratch like right there. <laughs> and she'll do that, you know, for a good 10, 15 minutes straight. We actually have to stop her because she's rubbed like her fur off of her back doing that. Uh-huh. You know, um, yeah, but anyway, but yeah, the um, when uh, when Jinder Mahal had the Bollywood boys with them, and they would come out there, and you knew they were just going to get smacked around. And I know the one time Randy Orton, he had, I can't remember which one he did it to, but he did something, and he knew he hurt him pretty bad because you saw his face afterwards. He's like, oh, when he <laughs> when he flipped him on the announce table, and yes. he like 
he over rotated and dude landed like on his shoulder and like the back of his head. Yeah, and Randy is like, ugh. You know, you know who they were? They were like the the Mulky boys, but from India. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they were the yep. Mulkies all over again. Yep. Uh, I think that's maybe that's why I liked them so much. Because <laughs> they reminded me of the Mulkies. <laughs> but it's like they you knew that was their job was to run interference and get beat up to yeah. save, you know, to save gender. But these two guys are, you know, they look impressive. Big, big guys who yeah. look, you know, like you said, they look impressive. They look imposing, and then they're just being fed instead of instead of building these guys up and making this a believable unit with them and gender. They've just got these two guys just getting the crap beat out of them every week. Whether it's whether it's getting just mauled by with a chair. Or getting beaten matches. I think they, I think Drew beat them in a handicap match last week. Yeah, and that's that, that's just hurting them. And now everybody's going to go. I don't want to watch them. They're sitting there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and nothing against. I mean, they're getting beat by you know the former world champion. But the fact is, they're getting beaten a handicap match by anybody. Exactly. And you know, but that's a wrestling you- thing. That's a wrestling thing I've never liked either. Was. People being booked in a handicap, a, a singles, you know, one person being booked in a handicap match, and then that one person, you know, defies the odds and wins. No, no. Right. There's some, they should get beat. That there's nothing believable about somebody beating two people or three people. No, the numbers game will always get you. Yeah, unless you're Andre. Yeah, unless you're Andre. Andre. Yeah. <laughs> now, Andre. Unless you're Andre or the Big Show or a guy like that. But like a John Cena, no. John no. Cena should not be beating three guys in a handicap match. Now, I used to set it up sometimes playing uh, WCW NWO Revenge on the Nintendo 64. I used to set up the handicap matches there, and I would win. But then again, yeah. that, well, that was a video game. You're not going to book yourself to lose on a video game. Right. I mean, you know, come on. Um, but I'm actually going. I, I have the Wikipedia article because it has the the matches listed. But I'm going to go from the bottom up because the top two are the uh, the main championship matches. Yeah. All right. So like we like we did before with I think it was Money in the Bank. Um, we'll do our prediction on who we think should win and who we or and who we think will win. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. So. AJ Styles and Omos, and I'll actually go first on this one. I think that uh, AJ Styles and Omos versus RK Bro. Let me finish that. I just said AJ Styles and Omos. I only gave half the half the story. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think RK Bro should win just because of the way they've been pushing them. And nothing against AJ Styles and Omos, but um, Omos might be might be ready for single stuff because of how big he is. And I mean, he looks like a monster. Now he's actually somebody that needs to be in handicap matches. Yes. I mean, yes. You know, now, I would, I would believe him beating two people. Yes. I would believe him beating RK bro. Just about, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, but I think, I think RK bro should win. And I think they will actually put them over for once. They might actually do the right thing in this case, uh, just because they've really been pushing RK Bro pretty hard. 
Uh, the only alternate alternate to that would be Randy Orton turning on him because Randy Orton he's had more more face heel turns than Big Show. Yeah. Um, I, I actually I I completely agree with uh, your prediction. I was thinking the same thing. I think that I think RK Bro should win and will win because I think down the line I think this is built building towards a feud between Orton and Riddle. Yes. So I think they'll win the tag titles, have a little run with them. Then Orton turns on Riddle, costing them the tag titles, and then their feud jumps off from there. Yep. Um, now, who they lose them to down the road, I mean, they might lose them right back to AJ and almost, but they could because I mean, there's not, I mean, they've really just got AJ and almost, and the Viking Raiders are really the only, the only yeah. teams on wall, really. Um, Unless we're talking about Veer and Shanky. <laughs> yeah. But, but, I mean, I don't even know if they're, they're really putting them as a team, though. So, um, I mean, and I think that match, because of um, you got AJ and you got Randy Orton, both seasoned veterans, you got Riddle in there who's really come along and people have taken a liking to him because he's shown some skills. And almost who is, um, he's a big guy and he wrestles like a big guy, like a big guy yeah. should. Yeah. You know, so I think that match will probably be good because at least three out of the four are very mobile and the other one looks like the immovable object. And yeah. so it'll be a challenge. You've got the three, you've got the three workers and then you've got the power guy. So exactly. it should, yeah, that should be a good match. So the next match, um, Alexa Bliss and Eva Marie and Eva Marie uh, do drop with her by the way did you know Dewdrop was scottish yes um because i've seen her, i've i've seen her wrestle um it used to be called <clears throat> what culture uh pro wrestling and then it ended up being, changing into defiant wrestling and they had a women's division and she uh went by vixen which is what she okay. went by in nxt uk i don't know where the Dewdrop thing came from or i don't know whose bright idea that was but uh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's Scottish, but, um, uh, and she's an extremely good wrestler that I wish they would showcase that more instead of just being Eva Marie's lackey. Yeah. I don't, I mean, cause I've never actually really seen her wrestle, so I haven't, you know, I don't know what she's like, but I mean, but I'll definitely take your word for it that she's good because I know I, I trust her judgment on that. Um, um have, having her. Yeah, I'll let you go ahead with this match first because I'm I've been it's like okay, you've got Alexa Bliss, which I'm a I'm a big fan of Alexa Bliss. Yeah, same and here. She's, she's taken this basically they gave her Bray Wyatt's gimmick. They gave her the fiend gimmick and you know, in a roundabout way, but she's ran with it, and I'll give her credit for making that work. But she doesn't have they're not putting her against anybody that's going to elevate her. She's kind of stuck in the women's mid card, so to speak. And she shouldn't be. And she shouldn't be. I mean, she's a multiple time world champion. She should be in, you know, she should be in the talks of, you know, the, the raw women's championship. This is going to be me. Some people may disagree and you're more than welcome to disagree because it's, this is just my opinion. Eva Marie never should have been hired back. They've, they've released 50 people this year 
top tier world championship caliber talent. But Eva Marie is on the payroll. Wasn't she? She couldn't wrestle before. She has she hasn't improved any now. She has simply got hired on her looks, which I mean, she's a pretty woman. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm saying in this day and age of how far women's wrestling has come, she is still what people look at when they think women's wrestling that, oh, well, they're just out there for looks. They're just eye candy because that's what she's there for because you're not getting a good wrestling match out of her. And I think she knows she's out there for eye candy because if you notice, I mean, she's kind of cold when she goes out there. Yeah. But, but you know, yeah. and and wasn't she the one that a few years ago, I think I want to say she was on SmackDown and like two or three weeks in a row she came out but never actually wrestled a match because like all of a sudden her top came off and she all oh, she had she had to go back and fix it and yeah, she'd have that her? she'd always have wardrobe malfunctions. It's like that was the whole gimmick was that she never actually wrestled a match. They'd make this, she, you know, she'd have the entrance and everything. They'd make a big deal about her finally wrestling. And then, like you Oops. said, something would happen, and then she never wrestled. And then I think something legitimately did happen. Like, she got injured or something, or yeah. and, and she ended up having to actually um, leave the company. And yep. I don't even remember what it was, but it's not like it made – most of the time it was like, okay, um, that one girl who – she's gone all right she's not yeah. gonna, okay so they know that match was definitely the bathroom break match because it wasn't going to happen so you weren't going to miss right. any action um but as far as who do you think should and who well i knew i know who we both think should win this alexa bless should, <laughs> should win but i can see alexa stop my echo went off because it hurt the name <laughs> Oh, I, I gotta be careful with mine. Mine's not too far away from here either. <laughs> Mine's right here on my desk, and I wasn't thinking when I said it. We'll, we'll just say a bliss. Light, and I'm like, ah. But uh, I could see them having Eva Marie win it in some shenanigans, and that's honestly, I think that's what's going to happen. Is I think Eva Marie is going to win. Either, either she's going to do what she's been doing and have. I can't call her Dewdrop. It's Vixen. I have Vixen wrestle her match for her, and there's some shenanigans and wins. Because every time Vixen wins a match, they always announce it as the winner of the match is Eva Marie because Vixen is basically wrestling the match, right. but Eva Marie's getting the credit. I think that's how they're going to do it, but Miss Bliss should win. So now I'm going to, you know, see here and start singing. I've been living on the edge of a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you scoring at home, that's because of the, the female hair band, Vixen. Yep. They had bigger hair than anybody, actually. They were great. They were a great band, though. They really were. Yeah. And, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Alexa Bliss should win. Watching my own my own thing, make sure it doesn't all of a sudden start. Uh, but I think they will have Eva Marie win with some shenanigans. However, I will throw one more thing in here. I think that Dewdrop Vixen might leave her in this one. She may get fed up with it because it's been yeah, going on might. for a little bit. So it has been, yeah. 
and that's usually how it goes. I mean, they get fed up and boop. Yeah. Um, now, the next match, we've actually already kind of mentioned it, but we didn't actually say who we think was going to win or lose. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Jinder Mahal with Veer and Shanky. Oh, no, they're yeah. banned from ringside. Yeah, they're banned so, from ringside, yeah. It doesn't mean they won't still show up in a way because they they managed to do that. Yeah. Um, singles match, they're banned from ringside. This is all over a sword and a motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> not we used to be tag team partners no a sword and a motorcycle exactly yeah not yeah like you said not we used to be tag team partners we both ended up coming away from that and becoming world champions now i want your sword i'm gonna use the sword and tear up your motorcycle so yeah and i think it's also a misuse of jinder mahal because i remember in 3mb that dude is actually pretty funny yeah yeah he's kind of like I like Jinder Mahal as WWE champion. A lot of people did not. I thought I thought he was credible. He looked the part. He mm -hmm. carried himself like a world champion. It's not his fault that he was given nothing to work with while he was champion. Well, part of the reason why they were pushing him, and I think it, it's not the best reason, even though sometimes they might have had good intentions, but at the same time, it's not the best because they were trying to work out the deal with India. And so they said, okay, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have tap. dinner. Yeah. Yeah. They were trying to tap into that market. So, right. And I get um, that, but just the way he was booked was like, especially his feud with Shinsuke. It's like the, just like the racism that they used was exactly. just, I mean, it was just distasteful. It's like the guy has worked from being, you know, curtain jerker enhancement guy to building himself up you give him this opportunity and he's making the best of it and then you give him terrible terrible promos to say mm -hmm. you don't book him as a, you don't book him as a confident champion there's one thing to book him as a you know there's one thing to book a heel as a sort of a sniveling type champion because you know throughout wrestling history that's kind of what a heel champion does but they didn't book him like that they just booked him like just ineffective like he could not wrestle right and i his finishing move which was the weird cobra clutch but then he turns it into like some kind of like a choke slam almost yeah, yeah. the coloss like, yeah i'm like why don't you just leave it as the cobra clutch I mean, yeah. that's a, that's a pretty, that's a legit move anyway. Cause I mean, it's, you could potentially use that in a fight if you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Because it's a double, like a double sleeper hold, a double choke yeah. hold because you got it pressing against both sides Yeah. and he does it. And all of a sudden he picks them up and slams them. And I'm thinking, okay, first of all, you're making it more difficult to slam them. And now you've just released them from the hold, which you could have just won with. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I never understood that, but yeah, I mean, he definitely had the look and he could pull off being a heel champion because I mean, he could be just nasty. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, it was very effective. And so I, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think we might be in a minority. I mean, I, but I, I actually did like him, you know, as the champion, I just didn't like their reason. They should have put it on because you know what? He's worked his butt off. He deserves to be champion. Not, exactly. Hey, we're right. going to tap into the Indian market. No, I know you're from Canada. However, 
Yeah, but you we know, know you're, you're. We know you're. Of, you know of Indian, Indian descent, right? So we're going to go that route with it, right? And and he does actually speak Hindi. I mean, the yeah. man speaks. Yeah. He speaks three languages. He speaks English, yeah. French, and Hindi, and and that's the three we know about. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I mean, just uh, think yeah. that they didn't do him any favors the way he was booked while he was champion. I think he, honestly, I feel like he deserved better because I popped huge when he, when he beat Orton for the title. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't, like I said, I mean, I thought he deserved it that and I didn't want to see Orton hold anymore. Yeah. You know? And it's nothing against Randy Orton. I mean, it's just, but I mean, come on, 14 enough. I mean, yeah. yep. I think, but... I think Drew will win. Okay. But I think gender should win. I actually will go the opposite, at least on the first part. I think gender will win because I think it'll be through some kind of shenanigans through Veer and Shanky. They'll figure out a way to make it to ringside. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll figure out something. Um, right. And as far as who should win, honestly, I think it should be like a double DQ. And I'm talking they're fighting each other all the way outside the ring and just beating the tar out of each other. You know, with hope, well, not hopefully not using the sword. Because you know yeah, that could get yeah. kind of messy. <laughs> but, I say I say that gender should win just because I feel like gender needs this win more than Drew. A loss okay. is not at this point. A loss is not going to hurt Drew McIntyre. Very true. I mean, Royal Rumble winner, two-time WWE champion. It's not. He's he's at that he's at that stage now to where a loss is not going to hurt him. But um, I think gender needs this. Um, now the next ma- match, Sheamus and Damian Priest. And, you know, I, I keep forgetting because they have so many belts. I keep forgetting that they even had the United States championship because you just don't hear about it as much. Yeah. And well, part of that, cause it's on Sheamus. That's true. Uh, yeah. The Irish United States champion. How you like that? But yeah, <laughs> so hey, you know what? It works. And I I like Sheamus, but for some reason you put a belt on him and all of a sudden it seems like it makes him less. I know that seems kind of yeah. weird, but yeah, I completely agree. Any time except for the tag titles. Now him and Cesaro when they were the bar. I like them as a team. I really do. That's an excellent team. That's honestly the only time that I've really enjoyed watching Sheamus wrestle. Because he seemed, you could tell he was, you could tell their chemistry was great. You could tell they got along well and that he was legitimately enjoying himself out there. Um, But every time he gets a singles title, it's like, it just drain. It's like, it just drains whatever's there. It's like, right. All of a sudden he goes from like here to like, just going through the motions when he's got a title. And it, which makes no sense. but. Um, and, and not that he's not a credible champion because, I mean, yeah, you see him going, yeah, you need to give him the belt and put the belt and nothing. And, yeah. and, and it's, it's always been kind of a letdown. And I don't think that's really his fault. No. Uh, but I do, I like Damian Priest also. Uh, I think he's one of the best of the newer people they have. Yeah. And they haven't really been burying him that I've seen. No, he's actually been, um, He's actually been winning some matches going, you know, going into this pay-per-view. Um, I really like Damian Priest. I first saw him in Ring of Honor. He was uh, he was a heel then. He was going by uh, Punishment Martinez. Okay. 
And, uh, but I was like, I was really impressed with him then. Of course, he gets, you know, WWE signs him. He's on NXT. And he's, yeah, he's done, he's done really well. I think that, I think he'll win. I think he should win. And I think he actually will win. And I'm in agreement on both points because, like you said, I think he should win just because he's due. You know, he, yeah. he, and Seamus is actually a perfect person. And Seamus, from what I understand, doesn't have any issue doing business. No, no. You know, he's a pro. He's been world champion before he, a, yeah. a, multiple times. I mean, he has the, the record for the shortest world title match in WrestleMania history. Yep. One broke kick. Seconds. Yep. One broke kick and it was over. Yep. And he's another one. And I think a lot of people forget about, they don't want really to think about it, but I wonder who came up with the name Seamus for him. Cause that's not his real name. No, it was originally um, Seamus O'Shaughnessy when they had the uh, WWE had the their version of ECW. That's where he first started. Oh wow! And that was his name, and then they ended up just cutting it down to Seamus. Because I think nobody wanted to remember how to spell O'Shaughnessy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a lot of letters. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. Um, I mean, why don't they just throw the Irishman, Seamus O'Shaughnessy? And I know it's like uh, he's Irish. We get it, but it's like, do you have to play that much into it? It's like when when Becky Lynch first started in NXT, they literally had her dancing an Irish jig down to the ring. She was dressed in a solid green outfit. Oh, dancing an Irish jig down to the ring. <sighs> Oh Lord, this is not 1984 anymore, guys. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then she walks in and says, uh, "You know, my favorite team is Notre Dame and, and the Boston Celtics." <laughs> yeah. And they're always after me, Lucky Charms. If she would have come and say something like that, I'd be like, "All right, cut, cut, cut." Yeah. No longer doing that. Uh, and and Seamus, I mean, the man. I, actually, I, I would say he's sent to a tanning bed, but I think actually his skin, it probably would actually burn him. Um, it probably would. Yeah, my, <laughs> wife, she had, my wife has the same skin. I mean, she is very, very uh, pale and very susceptible um, to the sunburn. Um, um, yeah, my, I mean, oldest, my oldest daughter is the same. She, like, mm. this This is the first year that she's actually gotten a little bit of color. Okay. Been going, you know, going to the water park and stuff, and she's actually got a little bit of a tan, like, on her shoulders. But most of the time, she burns. It peels, and then she's still just bright white underneath. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. You know, you know, Tawana, I mean, she just burns, and, well, she burns. <laughs> she burns. Sometimes it'll freckle up, but then, you know, well, I mean, she's actually get, gotten sun poisoning before. Oh, wow. Yeah, so and, has to Yeah, and that's no fun, you know, so, um, and that's not something to play around with either. Uh but yeah, I definitely I'm in agreement though about the match. You know, Damian Priest is going to win and he should win. Yeah. And you know, and Sheamus, they'll um they will use him in no, they'll probably have them in a look, you know, rematch matches, you know, as long as they don't do it Monday night, because I'm getting tired of that. You know, yeah, they, they automatically have to rematch It's like, well, why'd I watch the match last night? Yeah, you if know? you're just gonna get yeah, if you're just gonna give it away on free TV, then why you know. Why am I watching it on pay-per-view? Right. So, um, now the next match, Edge and Seth Rollins. Um, 
I think the match itself is going to be decent. Um, uh, I worry about Edge getting hurt again. I think for his sake, for his health, um, because I mean, he had to retire for nine years and then he comes yeah. back and he's back for a few months and all of a sudden he's out again. Yeah. He comes back and then he's out again. Yeah. And, and I get it. He wants to go on his terms, but I'm just thinking, dude, you know, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. I mean, we know, I mean, you're tough and we know right. you're one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Um, but I think, but this match does have potential to be good. Uh, I'm just wondering about the motivation behind it because Seth Rollins is just being kind of a jerk to him. Well, they actually, for once, they booked this based on their history. Uh, back in 2014, when Seth was a heel, uh, and uh, remember when the authority was booted out of power for like a month because that's when Sting showed up mm -hmm. and uh, helped Dolph Ziggler win the Survivor Series match. Right. Uh, Edge was doing uh, his talk show. I forget with who. And then the authority comes out and basically jump Edge. They put Seth Rollins has his money in the bank briefcase. They have it set set down and have Edge's head on it. And Seth's threatening to do the curb stomp. Oh, I remember that. Okay. And, and the the only way that they wouldn't do it, he that Seth wouldn't curb stomp him is if Cena uh put the authority back in power so they're they're actually playing off that history which like we said with drew mcintyre and jinder mahal is how they should have built that feud right. this time they're actually building the feud right and they're kind of playing off the fact that they're sort of mirror images of each other seth is like this generation's edge same That's type true. of opportunistic mindset you know same underhanded tactics when necessary stuff like that so story-wise they're building it up really well especially seth is doing his best to control his anger but then he'll he'll burst out he'll blow up. yeah yeah and so they're they booked it really well seth is always going to give you a great match that's just that's seth rollins yeah. he's going he's always going to give you a great match I, I agree with you. I'm worried about whether Edge can keep up with that. He kept he he kept up with Roman, and they had a really good match at Money in the Bank. But Roman and Seth are two different types mm -hmm. of wrestlers. I don't know if he can. I don't know at this stage of Edge's career if he can keep up with Seth. Nothing against Edge, but nine year layoff, couple of injuries since he's been back. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Seth wins. Seth is always on. He's one of those rare wrestlers these days that when the bell rings, he he never he never rests on his reputation or takes it easy just because he's in a position where he can. He always gives you 100%. And I don't know if Edge can keep up with him. And Rollins, his, um, his style is a little faster paced than what Romans is. Romans is very, very slow and more calculated. Yeah. Now, now when he hits you with the moves, yeah. Yes. I mean the moves, I mean they're boom. When he hits them, he hits them. Yeah. But very slow, very calculated, kind of like Randy Orton. Same thing. Yeah. Very slow, very calculated. And then when he strikes, I mean, that's why they call him the Viper. When he strikes, boom, yeah. he gets it. Yeah. And then he'll back off and watch you again. Boom. And 
you know, so that's where the style may, I mean, like I said, hopefully Edge can keep up with him um, because he, he, this is different from what he's done since he's been back. And yeah, now I'll give Edge credit. He did keep up with Daniel Bryan. That's true. But it's Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan can adapt to other people's styles better than there's only a handful of wrestlers I've ever seen since I was five years old that can change their style like on a dime to adapt to the other wrestler's style. Ironically enough, one of them is was Daniel Bryan's trainer, Shawn Michaels. Exactly. Yep. Shawn, Brett. People claim that Ric Flair had the same match every single night. Untrue. Nope. Because I've watched a thousand Ric Flair matches and every one of them's different. He always he always adapted to who he was in the ring with. If they were if a brawler, brawler, if he was in a power with a power guy, he sold. Mm-hmm. Like a bouncing ball. He was everywhere, making that guy look like a minute making that guy look like a million bucks. He was in there with a technical guy. You got technical flair. Yep. He was in there with a flashier guy. You got flashy flair. You know, so, but Edge could, you know, I think Edge kept up with Daniel Bryan because da- Daniel Bryan adapted to Edge's style. To Edge. But I don't know if Edge can adapt to Seth Rollins' style. Now, as far as like who should win, I'm going to say Seth Rollins should win just because I feel like they're they're starting to push him again. Yes. Um. Now, who and I think will win. Um, that, that's I mean, a hard that, one that is a hard one. I could see them giving it to Edge because Edge is, you know, his last two pay-per-view matches, he's lost. He lost at Mania. He lost at Money in the Bank. I could see them giving it to Edge to give him a pay-per-view win this year because the only other pay-per-view matches he's won is the Rumble. Uh, he so, beat he beat Randy Orton. Did he beat Orton? The greatest match ever on that. Oh, no, that was that was last year. That was like okay. You were just talking about this yeah. year. Okay. Yeah, this year. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, um, I wasn't clear about that. That yeah, this year on pay per view, he's had three matches and his only and he won the Rumble. Lost at Mania, lost at Money in the Bank. I could see them giving it to Edge to give him that pay per view win, but I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. I think he needs to win this match. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm one of those two that I don't think you need to be. I think the full time guy needs to be getting the win, not the part time guy. Right. So I think Seth should win, and I think Seth will win, whether it's whether he beats him clean. Or there's some shenanigans, but either way, I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. Uh, I think there probably will be some shenanigans. I don't know how. I mean, it may be like a chair shot behind the referee's back or something. Yeah, um, or or Edge pulls the tights or something. Right. And, and he's and, a heel, so that makes sense. You know? Right. And oh, you mean Rollins pulls the tights? Yeah, Rollins um, pulls the tights. Yeah. yeah. Um, who is aligned with Seth Rollins right now? Like, who's nope. um, nobody, nobody right now? So nope, he's, he's, a, he's by himself. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if, you know, because they're on SmackDown, right? Yeah. If um, Baron Corbin comes out. <laughs> yeah, Seth 
because <laughs> I don't see Baron Corbin listed on the card anywhere. So, well, he is not, but I will get I'll get to Baron Corbin here in a little bit because okay, this a funny wrinkle in the in the one of the next. Oh, one of the, yeah, I can. Yeah, he'll get involved somehow because everybody is loving the whole hobo Baron Corbin character. Yes. Besides and, the lone wolf at the beginning, this is the best. He, this is the best yeah. work he's done. Yeah, and I I like the lone wolf. I didn't like him when they made the corporate champion. I didn't like it when they made him uh, King Baron Corbin. No, it I didn't to fit him because it, it also didn't help. They had the same music with the same background of the wolf in yeah. during those stints. It's like that doesn't yeah. make any sense, but. Yeah, when he comes out with like the mustard stains on the shirt and the shirt's buttoned all jagged and yeah, and it's all wrinkled and he hasn't you can he hasn't shaved his head forever. Yeah, and I think that's actually a good um, good way to do that too because just to make sure yeah. it even looks like not shaving his head anymore. Yeah. Um, now they're, because, even I mean, doing it, they're even doing it where he doesn't even have his entrance music doesn't even play when he comes out. <laughs> they just announce him and he just comes he just comes moping out and. <laughs> They repossessed my car, lost my house. Yeah. yeah. And, and of course, the funny thing is, you know, somehow he's still making it to from arena to arena, you yeah. know. Um, but I mean, everybody realized, yeah, it's, it's definitely the character, but man, it is funny and people are, they're liking it. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're necessarily cheering for him, but they still like the character. Yeah. Um, but, the next match, this is one of the ones I'm looking forward to, and I think this is probably one of the ones we'll say is, is pay-per-view worthy, uh, not just like Raw or SmackDown. Uh, you know, but Bianca and Sasha again in their rematch. Ooh, that they're, yes. they're going to have yes. to... It, I don't think... It's going to be hard for them to top what they did at WrestleMania. It really will. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to have to have a different type of match than they did at Mania. Yeah. Yeah, there's no topping that. The not only the, you know, the cultural significance of the match that they had, mm -hmm. but then just the the match that they had, which we both said was just, the absolute best match on WrestleMania. Oh my both god, that, that match was ridiculous. I mean, it was like, and they just kept going and going and going. Yeah. I'm like, like, okay, they can't top. Okay, okay, they can't top that. Okay, they can't. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> no, <I> just. <laughs> They're going to keep topping it. Yep. But this, this to me has potential to be a match of the night because we know both of them are great workers. They tell a great story. The build has been good. Everything is there to have a phenomenal match. Picking a winner, I think Bianca needs to win. You know, again. Yeah, Bianca needs to win again to solidify her, you know, as far as the SmackDown women's division, like Sasha Banks is the final boss. Mm -hmm. She beat her once. If she can beat her again, that's going to solidify her as champion. But I think Bianca should win, but I think Sasha's going to win. Because, because that's, I think they're going to keep the feud going, and I think that's best way to keep the feud going is if Sasha back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. If Sasha beats her for the title and then Sasha holds it for a while and makes Bianca chase. Um, Sasha has been aligning herself with um, 
Zelina Vega and Carmella. She has been. That's right. I could see, I could see them getting involved and costing Bianca the title. That way, Sasha doesn't beat Bianca clean. And then Bianca's looking for revenge and wanting to get her title back. And she's chasing Sasha to get her title back. I'll throw another wrinkle into this. Um, because at Mania, Bianca used her hair like a whip. And I'm, I'm sorry, hair doesn't make a whip sound. some sound effects in there but yeah um i could see you know since bianca's kind of by herself right now well her husband's there too but i mean he really doesn't get involved in these matches no no um but i could see them cutting some of her hair off as another way of keeping it going because i mean now granted her hair that's not her real hair. Her real hair. I mean, her hair is long. I don't know if you've ever seen like a picture of her. Like, yeah. her hair actually is long. It's not yeah. that long though. Yeah, I saw her at the ESPYS. Yeah, her hair yeah. is long, but yeah, that that braid is uh, you know an extension. But yeah, I could see them. I I agree. I could see them doing something with the braid, and like you said, keeps that that going. But I think that's how they'll do it. Uh, I think Sasha will win. I think there'll be a lot of shenanigans involved and mm-hmm. Sasha will win it to keep that feud going. Because if Bianca beats, if Bianca beats Sasha, there's no need for the feud to keep going. Right. Sasha's already beat her twice. I mean, Sasha's already will, will have lost to her twice. There's no need to keep that going. So I think Sasha will win. And I think if she were, if Sasha were to lose to Bianca again, it would really, really hurt her even worse because Remember when Sasha, every time she won a title, she would immediately yes. lose it at the next pay per view. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, and this time when she was the women's champion, she won it and then she kept it for a couple of pay per views. Yeah, she kept it. Yeah. And but okay, then she's got here. And then, of course, she lost her to Bianca in a, in a just one, one of the best women's matches I've ever seen, period. Yeah, me too. Definitely yes. one of the best WrestleMania matches. It was the match of the WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, they won an ESPY award for it. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's a, I mean, so you got people outside of wrestling going, that's a good match. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but I think it would it would hurt her. You know, it would kind of push her back down. It's like, well, she can't get the champion again. Yeah, she can't get the that that because that used to be the narrative that she can't get the job done. And right. That's how it would look again if she loses. Yep. You know, loses again. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks winning. Yep. I'm I mean, not going to be upset if Bianca wins, but I think. I, yeah, as far as, who is I, as far as I want to win, you know, honestly, now that's a, you know, I'll flip a coin on that because, I mean, I think yeah. either one definitely deserve it. But I think Sasha will just because in the long run, it would actually be more positive for the two of them in their, yes. uh, their story together. Yeah. Um, now, the next one, you know, which is a family affair, apparently. Uh, the Usos, uh, Jay and Jimmy against Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Um, I think the Usos will take it, and I think Dominic is going to turn heel. Oh, you think so? Yep. Because um, he's trying to break out of Dad's shadow and stop telling me what to do, Dad, and you know, and all that, but um. There was the match 
they had the two weeks in a row where one of the Usos was against um, Dominic and he rolled him up and his brother kind of put his feet inside the ring and yeah. kept it from yeah. getting out. Where next week, Ray was against the other Uso and I don't remember which one was which and they're twins. You know, uh, so this time Ray had the roll up and Dominic did the same exact thing. Yeah. But I well, can see- also had this past week on SmackDown, uh, Dominic was wrestling one of the Usos and um, the other Uso was going to interfere. Ray uh, and uh, Ray stopped him, but it distracted Dominic and Dominic ended up losing the match to the, to the other Uso. And um, yeah, I think they're kind of building. I agree. They're building some dissension there. I think match quality. I think match would be great. It'll be an amazing tag team match. Yeah. And Dominic Mysterio, I'll give him all the props because he has come along extremely well in a sh- very short amount of time. Did he wrestle any in AAA? I'm not sure. I'll have to okay. I'll have to research that because I'm I'm not sure if he wrestled any in AAA. If he's just coming from the performance center, then this is phenomenal. Yeah, because I just remember watching him. And I'm thinking. He's not just no. He has been, he's been training a while, and he's been training well. Yeah, I know Ray has been training him, but I don't know if he got any uh, exposure to AAA, or if it's just been from you know just from Ray, Ray, you know Ray behind the scenes, and then the performance center. But even if he got experience in AAA, he has come along like amazingly well in a very short amount of time. I enjoy watching Dominic Mysterio. <clears throat> and and he's another I always had to bring this up. He's another left-hander that I can tell just from the way he does his moves the opposite of the way Ray does them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So but yeah I think Dominic um, if he doesn't turn heel necessarily, he is going to split from Ray. At yeah. least, you know, you know the the whole dad let me be my own man, dad, you know, yeah. uh, I need to do this on my own. I'm going to do it on my own. And you're, you know, you're doing bad for me. Kind of like what Charlotte did with Ric Flair a few years ago, except for, I don't think Ray is going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> but, gonna cry, but yeah. And if they don't, if they don't have the split, then I think their dissension is going to cost them the match. Right. And the Usos, the Usos are, one of those teams, they're going to have a great match with a couple of broom handles. That's just, yeah. they're that good. And but, the Usos are walking out, they're walking out with the champions, with the belt still, regardless. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it, I think that is going to be um, another good match. And it's going to be competing with Bianca and Sasha as far as match of the night. I, I agree. You know, on yeah. paper, that's the way it should. Yeah. Uh, now, the next match, I don't think will. <laughs> um, no, Black, the next Black. match, the next, the next match needs to go one way and one way only. We have Bobby Lashley, the reigning WWE champion, versus Bill Goldberg. Can you hear it? I know you can hear it in my voice. It's like, stop bringing back Goldberg. Yeah, it's all like, just stop. He wants to have a match in front of his son. But didn't he do that a couple years ago? Yeah, that was the whole point of him coming back with Brock was yeah. to have a match in front of his son and now they're doing it again and it's like 
How does Goldberg jump ahead of all these guys who work 300 days a year? It's my, that's my complaint all the time with part-timers. It's like, there was no build for this match. All it was, was Goldberg shows up and says, I'm next. And it's like, is that how we book championship matches now? It's like, can I show up on Raw and just say I'm next in line for a title shot? Yeah, because we haven't had matches in front of our sons. We're exactly. next. Exactly. We're next. <laughs> We're you next. Know? Yeah, we both have sons. We would like, yeah. I mean, I can I can sell. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure actually I'm pretty sure it won't be just selling. I'm pretty sure it'll be real. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm gonna get, <laughs> I'm gonna get destroyed out there, but yeah. Well, if that's how if that's the if if it's that easy to get a title match, then I've even got a replica belt. I can bring it with me if need be. <laughs> and, um, you know, like the way they should have the thing anyway, if you show up with a belt, even in stands, yeah. it should be 24-7 rules. Exactly. I thought about doing that at the thing at the NWA. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some guys showing up. They're walking around. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to snatch that thing. <laughs> and I'm going to pin you. I'm going to have the referee come over. Yeah. Uh, but, One, two, three. And but, now, granted, this match isn't going to be a long match. No, because Goldberg can't give you a long match. Bobby Lashley can, and that's the difference, that Bobby Lashley can give you that 20-minute match, and he's not blown up, and right. he can still go. You're going to get about five minutes. You're going to get 10 minutes out of Goldberg. Five minutes is going to be the entrance, and then the other five is going to be ring work, so yeah. to speak. I mean, they're, and they're going to have to wait a few minutes to let all the smoke clear out from all the sparklers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then get him in there. And um, one of the things that because Goldberg is also known for the interest is kind of like the Undertaker. And this is, you know, kind of a sidebar. Anytime you have a championship match, the champion should always be the second one to enter the ring. Absolutely. The champion should never come out first. Right. I don't care. I, I Honestly, I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Goldberg. I don't care if it's Undertaker. If they're going against the champion, I don't care about the entrance and all that. For me, it's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. I'm the champion. I come out last because exactly. you're challenging me. I'm not challenging you. The challenger right. should always come out first and then the champion. Exactly. And Bobby Lashley's entrance isn't flashy. It doesn't need to be. No. Because Bobby Lashley doesn't need to be flashy. I mean, he, no. he is the prototype wrestler. He really is. And I, yeah, I posted, I saw you like that. I posted mm-hmm. that on Twitter. JBL always said that if he, if you build a pro wrestler from the ground up, it would look like Randy Orton. I disagree. It would look to me, it would look like Bobby Lashley. Exactly. And Bobby Lashley has everything that you need to be a successful pro wrestler. The only chink in his armor is the promo and he can still, when he's, you know, when the moment's right, he can cut a, a quick promo. Mm-hmm. Well, he has MVP in, in his corner right. who, you know, could sell ice cubes to a snowman. So <laughs> so th- he's got everything. Yeah. yeah the match so- be Goldberg gets – Goldberg runs through his greatest hits, the spear, the jackhammer, except Bobby kicks out of the jackhammer. And – then Bobby proceeds to maul Goldberg because that's how it should that, go. That's how it should go. Yeah. However, <laughs> and we were talking about that. We were texting about this the other day. Yeah. Goldberg has the contract for three matches. Two. Yeah. 
he has three matches this year, and this is the first one. It would not surprise me if they did not put the WWE title on Bill Goldberg and then have him drop it at one of his other two mm-hmm. uh, contracted appearances, probably drop it back to Bobby Lashley. I feel it's a big mistake to take it. If they do go that route, it is a huge mistake to take it off Bobby Lashley because Bobby Lashley is having the run of his career mm-hmm. in WWE. Now, right. when he was in TNA, he did amazing work in TNA. But in WWE, he is having the run of his WWE career. It is working. It is over. And even though he's the heel, it is he is over with the fans. And I think they should leave it alone and let him keep going. But I could see them. And, and the WWE title is the only world title in WWE that Goldberg hasn't held. I guess so. He's held the the world heavyweight title and he's held the universal title twice. The red, the red one and the blue. Uh, I was looking at the next, um, the next pay-per-view is um, extreme rules, which is going to be in Columbus on September 26th. However, you know, this is like two and a half hours away from me. Yeah. I'm not probably not going to be able to go to it. Right, right. Uh, just because um, I would have to need, need to take the next day off of work. And yep. we got some serious, uh, that's going to be like one of the weeks we have some serious, serious stuff going on. And so it's going to be very hard pressed for me to get day off. That's right. That, you said that. That's, mm. uh, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And that was before I even knew that the pay-per-view was going to be there. Um, now, I was looking for the pay-per-view after that because that was in September. Um, October would probably be, be Hell in a Cell because they don't have the next one listed. Right, but they had Hell in a Cell earlier this year, so I don't know. Oh, that's right. Um, I don't know what uh, unless they do Clash of the Champions. You know what? Then, that, that could be. Yeah, I think that one might be the next one. That could be it because November is always Survivor Series and then December is always TLC. So, um, do you think they would have him hold it up until all the way till Survivor Series, or do you think they would have him drop it? Um, they, it depends. If they go with the, um, if they go with the Raw versus SmackDown theme like they've been doing the past few years. Oh, there you go. I forgot about that. I don't know. Because here's the thing. It's either because it'd be, you know, WWE champion versus, you know, the universal champion. And it's like, I'm not sure, depending on if Roman has it or not, they did. What was it? Him and him and Drew. I think a better, I think you'd get a better match if Roman keeps the title to the Survivor Series you'd get a better match with him and Bobby. Yeah. Would with him and Bill. Bill Bill wants a match against Roman though. So I don't know if he's got enough pull with Vince to get that match. Mm. Yeah. I mean, he's the only one who wants that match. Nobody else wants to see that match. Nobody else. Nobody else. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. 
nostalgia pop or whatever, once the bell rings, nobody wants to see Bill Goldberg wrestle. Right. I mean, and, I mean, and the man's still in shape. Don't get me wrong. I mean, not, nothing going to take away from him, but he's in great shape, but he's not in ring shape. Exactly. He's and got, he's got the look. He's got the aesthetic, but yes. he doesn't have. He doesn't have. He's never had the cardio. Mm-hmm. He just, you know. Goldberg's thing was smash and grab. It worked. But WWE has always tried to put him in these 20-minute matches, and that is not his strong suit. That's why the thing with him and Brock at WrestleMania worked because it was six minutes, and it was them mm-hmm. smashing each other. Yeah, And that's, that's what works for Goldberg. My prediction is Bobby Lashley should win. Bobby Lashley should retain. And if this happens, you're going to get a long-winded rant from me through text while we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> we all, you know, we always, text, we're, you know, we're each watching yeah. the pay-per-view and we're always texting. The whole, well, the first you know, thing I always ask for any pay-per-view, I'm like, hey, you going live or you going Memorex? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go on a limb and say Bill Goldberg wins the WWE title because he does have two more dates. <laughs> exactly. And I could see them giving him that little, that one last little nostalgia run with the title. And then hopefully if that happens, Bobby destroys him the next chance he gets and takes the title back. I agree. Bobby, Bobby should win, but I think Goldberg, Goldberg will, win. will win. Yeah. And it's all because of the whole, the three match thing. If he hadn't said that, yeah. Yeah, if you know, yeah, if he hadn't said that, I think it would have been a one and done thing, like it was with him and Drew, and and uh, Bobby would have just beat him clean. But given he's got two more matches this year, I think Bill's going to win. Gonna I'm be, not going to be happy about it at all. No, but I think Bill will win. Goldberg's going to win this one. He's going to come out with the title. I don't know if he's going to win or lose disqualification, whatever, at Extreme Rules. And then at what is probably Clash of the Champions, Lashley's going to win the title back because then that'll set it up for Survivor Series against whoever is the SmackDown um, Universal Champion. Right. You know, so um, <clears throat> speaking of which, the next one, Roman Reigns and John Cena. Um, I think the match will be decent. Um, I don't know how in shape or ring shape John Cena is right now. Yes. I mean, and, and he still looks phenomenal. Yeah. But will the match be good? I mean, Cena can bring it. I mean, he really can. You Cena know? can bring it depending on who he's in the ring with. Roman has stepped his game up tremendously. Yeah, Roman. Roman by no means, you see all over Twitter, people always say Roman can't wrestle, blah, 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 blah. Roman has always been good. Roman is now at that level where I would say Roman is great. Mm-hmm. Everything's clicking. The From the entrance to the promo to the in-ring work, the way he carries himself. He's always carried himself like a champion, but now he carries himself like how they tri- kept having him do those promos where he was saying he was the guy. 
now he's carrying himself like he is the guy. Yeah, like he like, was the this, main champion. This, yeah, this company is on my back, and I'm going to carry you through. Is how he carries himself. Everything about this this version of Roman Reigns is amazing. I think him and John can have a really good match. Of course, there's going to be some shenanigans because you do have the Usos, you got the bloodline there, and you've got mm-hmm. Paul Heyman. Uh, but I think Roman's going to retain. Roman should retain, and I think yeah, Roman absolutely. Will. Um, he Cena should because I think he's good. Doesn't need this. Cena does not need another world title to solidify his place in the Hall of Fame. His well, place has been set a long time ago in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to. It may. It would make no sense for John Cena to beat Roman Reigns and derail everything that's been built with Roman since. SummerSlam of last year. Especially by a part-timer. Especially by a part-timer. The only way I could see that happen is if Vince McMahon is hell-bent, pardon my language, but if he is adamant about John Cena quote-unquote breaking Ric Flair's record. Because if if he if Cena beats Roman hmm. Saturday, that gives him 17. And who just left the WWE? And Ric Flair, exactly. Ric Flair <laughs> just left. And we know how petty they can be. Mm-hmm. Especially since Rick didn't leave under the best terms. Right. He, Rick had issue with how Charlotte was being booked. He had issue with the whole Lacey Evans, him and Lacey Evans storyline. He didn't like that. Him and Vince were button heads. Rick ends up getting let go. How much of a jab would it be to have John Cena beat Ric Flair's record? Even though we know that record is 20, 21 or more world titles. Because right. there's, there's four or five world titles that WWE does not, there's four or five world title wins that they do not recognize. There was there was one in Puerto Rico, there was a couple in Japan because they would happen and then two nights later or the next night the title would change hands and WWE doesn't recognize those. So on their books, it's 16. Cena's tied with Flair for 16. I could see them being petty and give Cena a 17th one just, yes. to, just to stick it to Flair. Yeah, kind of like when, um, ironically enough, Cena's um, now ex-fiance, when she broke um, AJ Lee's record yes. Yes. for the women's title. You know, and that and wasn't well, a number of reigns. That was a number of days, which is actually more yeah. impressive anyway. Yeah. And that was just them being petty because AJ Lee is married to CM Punk. Right. And. Well, I, and think, they had, I mean, they're notorious for that. They did it with they did it with Brock when Orton won, when Orton beat Benoit at SummerSlam um, 2004, won the world heavyweight title. Orton became the youngest world champion in WWE history. It had been Brock. It was Brock. And then Brock left, and they weren't happy about it. So then they book Orton to win so that they have a company guy, so to speak, on record as the youngest world champion. They still need to find somebody to beat Honky Tonk Man's record, but that's just me. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, And I think another thing with Cena, and I've never liked this when – 
I, I don't really know if we want to call Triple H part-timer because he at least is with the company. But when you'd have any of the part-timers like Triple H, like Brock Lesnar, like in this case, um, you know, John Cena, when they haven't even been in the ring in a while, Goldberg's another one. Yeah. They haven't been in the ring in a while. And all of a sudden they come back, wrestle one match, and they're winning a belt. Yeah. All that, that really does goes beyond burying who they just beat for the title. Yes. You know, it's like saying, yeah, you do this full time, but I'm better than you when I do it once every six months. Exactly. And it's the same thing with Bobby Lashley. Roman Reigns is on the run of his career. Why mess with it? Right. It, it's working. It's over. Leave it alone. Keep making money. And keep giving the fan. This is this is the Roman Reigns that all of us knew he could do this. It's just they were so adamant about making him the baby face face of the company. But everybody that had been clamoring for Roman Reigns to turn heel forever knew they could get this. We didn't know how good it would, we didn't know it would be this good, mm-hmm. but we knew we could do it. Yes. And last match, uh, the triple threat match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship, Nikki Ash, Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley. Okay. Take Charlotte out of it. She ain't going to win it. She shouldn't win it because now Rick's left. Once again, they ain't going to let Charlotte win it. Especially not not only with Rick leaving, but Rick going and doing something with Andrade down in AAA. You know, Charlotte's yeah. fiance. So they, they're not going to let Charlotte win this. And there are rumors that Ric Flair is in talks to do something with AEW because right. Andrade is has been AEW. very vocal about wanting his entire family in AEW mm-hmm. because one of his family members is in Ring of Honor. Then you have Flair and you have Charlotte. And he said he wanted his entire family with him in AEW. So for once, I agree. I don't think Charlotte's going to win. Yeah, so just take her out of the picture. Um, don't even know why they even left her in the match. I don't either. She got but, beat. It's over. Go. You know, Unless she's going to be the person who gets pinned. Now, that, trip threat that, match. Would that would make sense. That would, you know, to us, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. She should be the one to eat the pin. Nikki Ash doesn't need to be the one to get pinned. Even if, even, you know, triple threat rules, she could lose without getting pinned. She's building this character up. They've thought enough of her to give her money in the bank and the Raw Women's title. She does not need to eat the pen. Rhea Ripley does not need to eat the pen. She is your young future of your division. Mm-hmm. Now, I think because... Most people like Nikki Ash. However, there's been some cases, I guess, in like house shows where she's not been as popular. And we've even said Rhea Ripley needs to, um, she really needs to be the champion. I think um, it would probably go over well, probably better. But I think, I think Rhea Ripley is going to end up pinning Charlotte for the title. I could see that. Rhea Ripley pins Charlotte. Nikki is not involved in the pin, but loses her title. Then it sets up Rhea Ripley and Nikki Ash as the feud. Right. And Charlotte's out of the equation. I right. completely agree. So, I think Rhea, I think Rhea should win, 
and she, she should be the title holder. Yeah, and she, I think she will win. I think and, I, I agree with you. I think that's the scenario that would work. Yep, and without burying Nikki Ash because they're still well, building her, even though she's the exactly. champion, they're still building her. So yeah, wow, that one, that one, wow, <laughs> last one that was actually pretty easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but all right, cool. Well, I mean, I think we'll, we'll have to remember all these Saturday as this is going on. So that's just in two days. Yeah. Um, like I said, if Goldberg does win, you will get a uh, unfamily friendly rant from me on text. <laughs> okay, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> but they wouldn't be the first one. Yeah. Um, um, but all right. Well, I think we about covered that. So, and I think whatever happens over the weekend, wrestling wise, will probably determine or might just determine what our show is going to be about Monday. So, don't have anything planned yet. I know we've been, we have been bouncing some ideas off each yeah. other. So, uh, but we will have to, uh, we'll figure that out when the time comes. Yeah. But until then, my friend, I'll be texting you. They may be family friendly, they might not be. But I will let you know. (laughs) I'm all for it. (laughs) All right, dude, man. God bless you. We'll see you. All right. God bless, man. Bye. Bye.